Welcome to Lit, a podcast dedicated to changemakers who want to lead, inspire, or transform the world for the better. My name is Ravi Tour. I'm a straight shooter with a no BS approach. This podcast is meant to be thought-provoking, to get your attention, and mostly I want to encourage change and movement from folks just like you and me. I'll cover things like world issues, mindset, and theory. So stick around, tune in, and let your mind be the map to your revolution. Welcome to episode 5 of Lit. Typically I say what's up to everyone right now, but I just have to take a second to recognize Lit's been around for 5 episodes now. Remember, this was just a dream of mine, a year ago, written on my whiteboard. Okay, back to your scheduled programming. If you're a returning listener, sap! We've become a bit close, haven't we? If you could see me right now, I'm winking awkwardly at you. If you're new to Lit, welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Ravi Tour, and I'm your host. You want to make sure to go back to the older episodes and listen to them in order because I have a master plan and because everything will make a bit more sense as you listen along. Okay, the last four episodes have been pretty intro. First, why I started Lit, what changemaker types exist out there, and how mindset affects your choices. Then last week, I took you to school, back to 1943 to be exact. Yep, it may have been dense material, but Maslow's hierarchy of needs is important, especially for today. Today, I want to talk to you about how the hierarchy of needs applies in real life and how not meeting your needs is impacting your motivation and progress. Like I said last week, for human beings to move forward, to progress in a meaningful and powerful way, we have needs that need to be met, eight stages of needs to be exact. When your needs are not being met, you'll find yourself simply focused on your problem at hand versus the thing you're trying to strive for. Before I go any further, I have to clarify the thing. For all of us, the thing is totally different, but deep down, I believe we all inherently want the same thing. Peace, comfort, safety, shelter, love, acceptance, meaning, and purpose. In one form or another, in my opinion, we're always chasing it. So for some, it's a pipe dream, checking all the boxes off, that is. But for others, the ones I'm talking to, it's possible you're just stuck. You have the drive and the hunger You're ready to create change for yourself and change for the world in a real and meaningful way. But again, you're stuck. Shit's getting you stuck. You are fucking stuck. That's why I'm referencing Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And that's why I'm asking you to pay attention because this shit's important. Maslow believed back in 1943 that only less than 1% of the adult population self-actualized. Today, I think the percentile is even lower than that. That's because many adults get caught up in the stresses of unmet needs. And I believe in today's day and age, our needs are being unmet more and more. Maybe you're in a shitty relationship. Maybe you don't get enough sleep. Maybe you're not being recognized for your work. Maybe you've had health issues, or maybe you found yourself swimming in debt. Or maybe you're not even getting access to basic necessities, leaving you trying to fend for yourself on a daily Whatever the issue, it's going to be the center of your attention. And when you're wearing blinders, it's really hard for you to step back and see the full picture to get an objective, full understanding of the situation. I totally agree with and believe in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, simply because I've seen it at work in my own life. In my opinion, the eight stages of the hierarchy of needs are the foundation of our being and our success. 
So let me get into the meat and potatoes of what happens when your foundations are not met. The real life and personal example I'm going to use is housing because it's the one that's thrown me off my game a few times and it's one many of you can relate with because let's face it, in most areas, housing is in crisis and a huge portion of my audience are renters versus homeowners. Okay, so my story. Let's just take a look at the last year alone. I've moved three times in 2018. Yep, take a moment to soak that shit in. My housing situation for the last year has been rather tumultuous. In the last two homes I was renting, the housing situation was less than perfect. I dealt with other tenants' bullshit that put my housing in jeopardy. Additionally, my security was often jeopardized by harassment, bullying, and overall fuckery. Then, with two moves under my belt, my self-esteem was crushed because in my mind, I had already begun judging myself and I was convinced my close family and friends were judging me, too. All I could think about was how everyone around me must think I'm a crazy bat versus I had unfortunately found myself in two shitty situations back-to-back. Aside from all of that, things were getting tough for my husband and I. We often fought because we were often stressed to the max from the moment we were woken up to the moment we were allowed to sleep. Oh yeah, sleep was a luxury, especially at the last place we were at. So that means I was being woken up at random hours in the morning, ranging from 3 a.m. or sometimes, if I was lucky, 5 a.m. Have you been able to pick up on the different stages that were affected while I was dealing with my crazy housing situation? Let me point them out to you. During my stay at the two rentals, I experienced unmet deficiency needs. My physiological needs were rarely met. I was often lacking sleep due to asshole neighbors, and I was also missing the warmth component as heat in our last suite was illegally restricted. Safety wasn't being met, and security was out of the fucking question, especially at the last house. Stability was a thing to strive for, but I knew both homes were unstable. I mean, at the last place alone... We were looking for a new place to move to within two months of signing a one-year lease. Then the drama. Not fucking stable at all. My health was on a serious decline. I was often crying and stressed, and we know what long-term stress can do to the body and mental health. I didn't really have shelter. In the last place alone, I had to leave my home often just to find some semblance of peace. Then comes money. Holy shit was money an issue. In less than a year, I had spent $7,000 on moving. That's hiring movers, trucks, emergency, see you the fuck laters, and all the damage deposits associated with each move. All of these unexpected costs took a serious hit on my bank account, with all the other day-to-day expenses I had of running a business and running a home. And employment. I'm self-employed, so instead of being focused on my business, I was often focused on the bullshit I was dealing with every day. I'm not going to break the other needs down bit by bit, but as you can start to tell, my physiological, safety, love and belonging, and self-esteem needs weren't being met. Therefore, my focus on self-actualization, that is, using my greatest potential to be the best I can be as a coach, speaker, and leader, was completely displaced as I found myself day in and day out focusing on my current home situation. With all of my focus on the bullshit drama that I called home, I lost a significant amount of creativity, time, focus, and drive. My goals were not being met, and I was becoming more worn down with each day that passed. 
any effort I did put into my business felt like a total uphill climb. What's even worse, because I record a lot, I couldn't jump on camera or record audio because I was constantly dealing with out-of-my-control intrusive noise affecting the quality of my production. Now, let's fast forward to moving out of hell times two and into my third home of the year. Shall we say the third time's the charm? First, I am so fucking grateful to have found this home. I count my blessings every single day. In this home, I'm experiencing my needs being met. My physiological needs, such as sleep, warmth, and yeah, exercise, because I feel motivated now, are all being met. My safety needs, security, stability, health, shelter, money, and employment, check, check, and check. My love and belonging needs, acceptance, relationships, and intimacy were all being met. And my self-esteem needs, that is achievement, respect, recognition, and competence, were all being met. All of these deficiency needs were being met, and all of a sudden, my drive, hunger, creativity, time, and focus were all in alignment. Now, I was taking advantage of this newfound zest and applying myself like crazy. So I had returned to the growth needs, moving closer and closer to self-actualization. Do you see what happens when you can't focus on your work or on your life because there's something impeding you or taking your attention away? Maybe you're in a shitty housing situation, or maybe you're in a toxic relationship. Maybe you, your spouse, or your kid had a health concern, which created massive debt, stress, and instability, and all you're trying to do now is stay above water. Do you realize that when you're focused on the problem at hand, the issues, the stress that's affecting your basic foundational human needs, you're not rising to the occasion to truly self-actualize? You cannot get creative and you sure shit cannot see past the storm. That's my message to you today. I knew my housing situation was really impacting me and my business in a very, very negative way. But I also knew the only way I could get back to self-actualizing, working on my business, giving my clients and my audience my all, was to get the fuck out of Dodge as quickly as possible, no matter how tired I was with moving. As soon as I objectively realized it was my unmet deficiency needs that created the wall I was standing up against, I realized the only objective thing to do was to really change up my housing situation for good. And that's what I ended up doing. As soon as I was able to release the self-judgment, all the criticism I hurled at myself for not being motivated, for not finding the success I had hoped for in my business, given my circumstances, and really gave myself a bit of respect for even running a home-based business with all the shit I had to deal with on a daily basis, my mind opened up. I was kinder to myself, accepting and understood that when our fundamental needs are not being met, and our foundation is rocky, we're not capable of doing the things we're able to do when we have a strong foundation. So, give yourself a break if you're not meeting your goals. If you're struggling to stay motivated and you're not completely accessing your greatest potential, I can guarantee you, seriously, guarantee, you're stuck in the deficiency needs and you're struggling to meet one or more of the first four stages. To get out First, you have to be aware of what you're in. Then it's time to create a plan to get you out. But don't create plans if you don't know what needs aren't being met. Head back to last week's episode to use the infographic and information to chart out your needs so you can objectively see where you're getting hung up when it comes to being the best you can possibly be. Remember, in the words of the great Abraham Maslow, 
It is as necessary for man to live in beauty rather than ugliness, as it is necessary for him to have food for an aching belly or rest for a weary body. Go get your needs met so you can reignite your motivation and progress. Thank you so much for listening to Lit. I am so grateful to have you as an audience member. Be sure to visit ravitour.co forward slash blog to join the conversation and access the show notes. Most of all, if this episode sparked a need for massive change in your life, I want you to head over to ravitour.co to take my badass transformational leader quiz to see what type of badass transformational leader you are to create the massive change you want. Last but not least, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate it and leave a review. I hope to catch you on the next episode. Until then, stay late.